Day 10. Oh, you're right. Day Double 10. digits. Oh, yeah, I like day 10. That's good. It's fun. Day this 10. This has been great. I've been loving this, Eric. Yeah. I got to tell you, reading through the Bible with you has been is pretty exciting. It is. It's super fun. I'm, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. And we're loving that you guys are connecting to it, too. Hey, this could be yeah. your 10th straight day. It could be your sixth straight day or it could be your first day yes, you're here today and we're excited about that we're glad. okay yes. so we're picking up job has just gone off uh in response to his friend eliphaz who has outright accused him hey you must have ignored widows you must have leveraged people's clothing when you when you uh offered them a loan and so now job is starting to get to the point of man why are the wicked prospering and, and where's God in all of this? And so we're going to start today. Great question. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We're going to start today in Job chapter 24. Job asks why the wicked are not punished. Why doesn't the Almighty bring the wicked to judgment? Why must the godly wait for him in vain? Evil people steal land by moving the boundary markers. They steal livestock by putting them in their own pastures. They take the orphan's donkey and demand the How widow's ox. I know, the How orphan, dare they? That is the orphan's Donkey. Seriously, that's terrible. And demand the widow's ox as security for a loan. The poor are pushed off the path. The needy must hide together for safety. Like wild donkeys in the wilderness, the poor must spend all their time looking for food, searching even in the desert for food for their children. They harvest a field they do not own, They and they glean in the vineyards of the wicked. All night they lie naked in the cold without clothing or covering. They are soaked by mountain showers, and they huddle against the rocks for want of a home. The wicked snatch a widow's child from her breast, taking the baby as security for a loan. The poor must go about naked without any clothing. They harvest food for others while they themselves are starving. They press out olive oil without being allowed to taste it, and they tread in the wine press as they suffer from thirst. The groans of the dying rise from the city, and the wounded cry for help, yet God ignores their moaning. Wicked people rebel against the light. They refuse to acknowledge its ways or stay on its paths. The murderer rises in the early dawn to kill the poor and the needy. At night, he is a thief. The adulterer waits for the twilight, saying, No one will see me then. He hides his face so no one will know him. Thieves break into houses at night, and they, and they sleep in the daytime. They are not ac acquainted with the light. The black night is their morning. They ally themselves with the terrors of the darkness. But they disappear like foam down a river. Everything they own is cursed, and they are afraid to enter their own vineyards. The grave consume sinners, just as drought and heat consume snow. Their own mothers will forget them. Maggots will find them sweet to eat. No one will remember them. Wicked people are broken like a tree in the storm. They cheat the woman who has no son to help her. They refuse to help the needy widow. God in his power drags away the rich. They may rise high, but they have no assurance of life. They may be allowed to live in security, but God is always watching them. And though they are great now, in a moment, they will be gone like all others, cut off like heads of grain. Can anyone claim otherwise? Who can prove me wrong? Job chapter 25. Bildad's third response to Job. Then Bildad the Shuhite replied, saying, God is powerful and dreadful. He enforces peace in the heavens. Who is able to count his heavenly army? Doesn't his light shine on all the earth? How can a mortal be innocent before God? Can anyone born of a woman be pure? 
God is more glorious than the moon. He shines brighter than the stars. In comparison, people are maggots. We mortals are mere worms. Wow. <laughs> okay, Job's ninth speech, a response to Bildad. Then Job spoke again. How you have helped the powerless. How you have saved the weak. How you have enlightened my stupidity. What wise advice you have offered. Where have you gotten all these wise sayings? Whose spirit speaks through you? The dead tremble. Those who live beneath the waters. The underworld is naked in God's presence. The place of destruction is uncovered. God stretches the northern don't burst with the weight. He covers the face of the moon, shrouding it when he separated the waters. The foundations of heaven tremble and calm. By his skill, he crushed the great sea monster. His spirit made the heavens beautiful. And his power pierced the gliding serpent. They are just the beginning of all that he does, merely a whisper of his power. Who then can comprehend the thunder of his power? Job chapter 27. This is Job's final speech. Job continued speaking, I vow by the living God who has taken away my rights, by the Almighty who has embittered my soul as long as I live, while I have breath from God, my lips will speak no evil, and my tongue will speak no lies. I will never concede that you are right. I will defend my integrity until I die. I will maintain my innocence without wavering. My conscience is clear for as long as I live. May my enemy be punished like the wicked, my adversary like those who do evil. For what hope do the godless have when God cuts them off and takes away their life? Will God listen to their cry when trouble comes upon them? Can they take delight in the Almighty? Can they call to God at any time? I will teach you about God's power. I will not conceal anything concerning the Almighty. But you have seen all of this, yet you say all these useless things to me. This is what the wicked will receive from God. This is their inheritance from the Almighty. They may have many children, but the children will die in war or starve to death. Those who survive will die of a plague, and not even their widows will mourn them. Evil people may have piles of money and, many, and may store away mounds of clothing, but the righteous will wear that clothing and the innocent will divide that money. The wicked build houses as fragile as the spider's web, as flimsy as a shelter made of branches. The wicked go to bed rich, but wake to find that all their wealth is gone. Terror overwhelms them like a flood, and they are blown away in the storms of the night. The east wind carries them away, and they are gone. It sweeps them away. It whirls them down on them without mercy. They struggle to flee from its power. But everyone jeers at them and mocks them. Job 28, Job speaks of wisdom and understanding. People know where to mine silver and how to refine gold. They know where to dig iron from the earth and how to smelt copper from rock. They know how to shine light in the darkness and explore the farthest regions of the earth. As they search in the dark for ore, they sink, they sink a mine shaft into the earth. Far from where anyone lives, they descend on ropes swinging back and forth. Food is grown on the earth above, but down below the earth is melted as by fire. Here the rocks contain precious lapis lazuli, and the dust contains gold. These are treasures no 
bird of prey can see, no falcon's eye observe. No wild animal has walked upon these treasures. No lion has ever set his paw there. People know how to tear apart flinty rocks and overturn the roots of mountains. They cut tunnels in the rocks and uncover precious stones. They dam up the trickling streams and bring to light the hidden treasures. But do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? No one knows where to find it, for it is found among the living. It is not here, says the ocean, nor is it here, says the sea. It cannot be bought with gold. It cannot be purchased with silver. It's worth more than all the gold of Ophir, greater than precious onyx and lapis lazuli. Wisdom is more valuable than gold and crystal. It cannot be purchased with jewels mounted in fine gold. Coral and jasper are worthless in trying to get it. The price of wisdom is far above rubies. Precious peridot from Ethiopia cannot be exchanged for it. It is worth more than the purest gold. I was just going to try to turn in all my peridot for Ethiopia. Yeah, it's probably worth as much as Bitcoin. Yeah, probably. But... Do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? It is hidden from the eyes of all humanity. Even the sharp-eyed birds in the sky cannot discover it. Destruction and death say, we have heard only rumors of where wisdom can be found. God alone understands the way of wisdom. He knows where it can be found, for he looks through the whole earth and he sees everything under the heavens. He decided how hard the wind should blow and how much rain should fall. He made the laws for the rain and laid out the path for the lightning. Then he saw wisdom and he evaluated it. He set it in place and examined it thoroughly. And this is what he says to all humanity. The fear of the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. Huh. Well, lots to go on this time for so what? Yeah, yeah, I, I you know, there's there if, is a lot to a lot to go on. It feels like Job's turning a corner. You know, like he had his he's got those questioning moments. Yeah. But deep inside he he understands there's something there. Like God, you know, he says like I I'm not going to speak evil no matter what. I'm not going to speak evil and like we said a couple days ago it was like we're getting kind of close. Yeah. You know, to this disrespectful kind of thing. But like you said yesterday, God God allows that. God can take it. Yeah, I'm you grateful know. for that. So, and and I I don't know about you, Eric, but for me, you know, um, and I think for anyone <laughs> that wants to follow God and live and love Jesus, is that, and Jesus even said it. They they hate me, and they're gonna hate. Yeah, they're gonna hate you. Yeah. So don't be surprised by that, and uh, and I guess not to be worried by that. And so for me. That's good. That's a good reminder. And all through the New Testament, I mean, there's reminders of like, um, God will take care of those people. Right. So whenever I try to take care of those people, it doesn't seem to work out sure. as well. Sure. And and I still try to do that, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the flesh. It's Past, just like, or not. they hurt yeah. me, they hurt someone else, so I want to just sure. get them back and go yeah. after it. Yeah. And sometimes there's a time to speak the truth in love. But many times um, we go off script and we do our own thing. For sure. Not love. So that that's one thing. But I do want to say another story. Let's one, go. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, let's with you go. today. Um, he's getting on this, the wisdom kick. And I love, yes. I love that. Um, yep. I love that. Wisdom is more valuable than gold and crystal. 
he says in uh, chapter 28, verse 17, it cannot be purchased with jewels mounted in fine gold. So um, it, it just reminds me a lot of Proverbs. The fear sure. of the Lord yeah. is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. Um, Proverbs 2, you know, um, uh, for the from the Lord comes wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Yeah. And so that fear of the Lord, that respect of the Lord, the dependence upon the Lord says, I don't got this figured out. You do. And I need some wisdom here. Yeah. And so that's been my so what a lot, you know, um, even recently is give me wisdom. How do I respond to this? I mean, you know, we're talking about this better normal at church, yeah. you know, not just settling for a new normal and being victims, but a better normal is one that says, give me wisdom on what do I do next? Yeah. How do we yeah. respond to Absolutely. this stuff going on here? And the Lord knows and he'll guide us and lead us. So. For sure. Where's Jesus in this? Where okay. Do you, where do you see him? So you got something? Let me let me read you two lines and you tell me. Okay, that's fair. How about this? God is powerful and dreadful. <laughs> Man, God is powerful and dreadful. You know, so this yeah. is what I was thinking. You know, you could. You, we understand God even less than ants understand us, right? Like, you know, I mean, ants have a firmer understanding of us then we can truly grasp God hmm. from the perspective of Job's friends, especially where they, they see stuff happening. And now they're making assumptions about God based on those things, instead of making assumptions oh. about God based on the truth of things. Right? So God is powerful and dreadful. And then this question, yeah. can anyone born of a woman be pure? Huh. And as we, I mean, we are, you know, 11 days into this year or 10 yeah. days into this year, whatever it is. And we just celebrated Christmas. Yeah, we did. And so again, yeah. they're crying out for something. Yeah. And they don't know what it is. Mm. And even Bildad in his complete misunderstanding of look God at, look at has stumbled upon this truth of no human being mm. can be pure. And yet God laughs at that and says, yeah, but watch this. Yeah, watch this. Because I can do anything. I got something for you. Yes, and I will become a human being, and I'll be pure. And then he still is more glorious than the moon. He still shines brighter than the stars. Yeah. Right? But instead of the next line, in comparison, people are maggots. We mere mortals are worms. Jesus never approaches us like that the pure one born of a woman who is god who is more glorious than the moon and shines brighter than the stars mm. never looked at us and said yeah and you're worms and maggots mm. right mm. so that's where bildad's misunderstanding comes in he mm. understands the splendor the might the power of god yeah and he completely misunderstands the relationship the yeah. love yeah. the compassion of god right and we don't even fully grasp that until jesus yeah and so they're circling around, and I really yeah. want the people who are reading along with us to yeah. see that in ancient times, people wanted Jesus. Yeah. And they couldn't put it into words. Couldn't do it. All of creation was groaning yeah. and waiting for that moment yeah. where a pure one could be born of a woman. And Eric, I would say that's still happening today. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's a absolutely. lot of groaning for Jesus that people have no idea. And they don't even know. Yeah. They don't even know. We pray so. that they will. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey. Hey, all right, man. Closing it out. Yeah, we got to close it out today. Yes. Very good, guys. Hey, keep it up. Way to go. Come back tomorrow. So proud of you. Yeah, we are really proud of you. Yeah. All right. Hey. You guys take care. Get a a great day. Get a good night's sleep. Drink some water. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah, stretch. Hug your kids if you have any. Yeah. Hug hug a friend's kids if you don't. (laughs) Yeah, be careful with that. Yeah, don't hug some stranger's kids. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.